Hello everybody and welcome. This is MFL Total Access. This is Terry on one knee, actually doing a little bit better. We'll definitely uh, let you update the people. It was a great weekend of flag football. Unfortunately, you did not see it, but you kept uh, tabs, right? Like you yeah, were, uh, I was refreshing the page. Sick, sick. I will be there this Saturday though, because yeah. I traded in my crutches for a cane. Nice. <laughs> so I'm able to walk with the help of a cane now. <laughs> and you're driving now. Yeah, we I, I can't believe that. <laughs> so we can still do our like our usual routine in the morning. Yeah, yeah, we can still use the routine in the morning. Nice. That's uh, that's impressive for real, Terry. Good on you. Uh, have you been icing it and stuff? Or? Yeah, I said a lot the first couple of days. I've been icing it in the last few days. Okay. But uh, yeah, still waiting to do more tests to see if any ligament damage. But uh, fingers crossed. Yeah. Uh, we have to buy our Lloyd's tickets right after the show. Thank you for reminding <laughs> me. Um, tell the folks. Yeah, uh, so MFL page shared a couple of times. We got Alouette tickets. Very good prices, actually, like pretty like crazy. And I think it's the home opener. We have to pay. Yeah, we have to. Pay. We I mean you don't get like a. Ask John. But, like, yeah. Well, so yeah, well, part of the contract. They're pretty cheap tickets though. Okay. And uh, yeah, a lot of MFL folks will be going. We'll be there. John will be there. Kevin has a bad excuse. He won't be there. But that's even better. It's like Kevin's not there, so more guys will come. Yeah. Why do you think it's a bad thing? <laughs> Uh, so yeah, go see on the MFL Facebook page, you'll find the link, and uh, June I put a note, uh, 23rd? Yes. Thursday? Yeah. Against yeah. the Rough Riders? Yeah. Also for our contest, I believe it is the last week, and we have a, we announce a winner next week, and then we're going to yeah. restart. Um, it's funny how Dave was, like, hating, when I was hating on him, and now since I've been saying nice stuff, because he's been playing well... He doesn't comment and he just... Did you see his last comment on YouTube? It was a period, eh? Yeah, just, just to say that he commented something. It's a comment, a comment. Yeah, Hunter's comment, comment, but I'm like, like, now I'm actually praising a team and I gave you guys yeah. props for last week. And on top of you guys even won. And uh, he's not saying any nice things. So yeah. Only when I say bad things, he says bad things. So, like, does he still want me to talk about you guys or should I just mute myself? And... We're not a very forgiving team. Yeah, I don't know. We don't like, forgive and forget. We remember. I, I give credit where credit is due and I, I just speak the truth when you guys were playing like shit. Yep. Which is not the case anymore. It is not. Too How straight. about we start with that in uh, Division 1? Yeah, great segue, Terry. That was a good game. 34-32. Uh, yeah, so this game started off with us actually not converting on fourth down. We didn't go four and out. We picked up a first down, made it to the red zone. Gokok defense that stood still. I believe we still scored the first TD of the game, if I'm not mistaken. We did not. We did not. So you are mistaken. Yeah. I'm mistaken. Were you so there? I was there. I wasn't there, but you were. I was there. Okay. Um, and yes, I was actually, that first TD was a nice pass by Dom. Um, so exactly. So the, we started with the ball. They started up 7-zip. Uh, we responded after that. And like really after that, Terry, was a back and forth game. Um, honestly, like a lot of like, I feel like you could give a lot of guys like the game ball on this one. I think you'd have to give it to Dave, but you could give it to... Hensley didn't really appear much on the stat sheet, but he did a really good job rushing Dom. Uh, a few of Dom's interceptions was because Hensley was doing a great job, like containing him, rushing him, taking off his angles. Laurent had a Laurent-type game when he had 13 catches. Um, and Dylan had a really good game, too. He called a great, uh, great defensive um, game plan for us, and he had a really big catch on... Actually, two. He caught two balls on fourth downs, both of them being nice. Um, so like it was like really a, a team effort there, um, and uh, yeah, a tight game throughout. Because Gokok scored, they were down by two. Uh, we stopped them, and then we got a, a first down to melt the clock. And Dave, I was like, "Can we call the game?" And Kevin's like, "Yeah." I was like, "Dave, let's call." It. He's like, "No, no, no!" Like Dave, we're calling it. So we called it. <laughs> Why do you not want to? I don't know. It? Dave was like, "Yeah, like I don't know. Like let's uh, we'll try this and that." I was like, "Dave, we're calling the game." And Dylan's like, "Dave, we're calling it." He's like, "Okay, let's call it." So we called it. Nice, nice. But that was a fun game. It was a really fun game. Thirty-four, thirty-two. Um, an unusual suspect stepped up for Lee Cook in this one. Um, I'm not sure if he's on the team. Grand pick one. 
Yeah, that changed the game. Thanks for mentioning that. That actually changed that pick one changed the game because we won by two and it forced Gokuk to have to go for two at the end to force OT. Yeah, well, you guys, because thanks to that, you guys were able to go for one on your next touchdown to exactly. go up nine. And it was actually a last man back. Oh. Yes, it was It was Andrew. It was actually, it was really cool to see. It was Andrew and Dom. And Andrew just got by Dom. And I thought Dom had him and Dom held him and got the flag. And we're all screaming last man back. And, good call and, by the refs there, eh? Yep, it was a good call by the refs. So we got the point. Uh, yeah, good game. I think we played like these guys 10 times. Series probably going to go 5-5, maybe 6-4 for someone. That's crazy because like... Uh... Dave and Dom both throwing for over 200 yards, five touchdowns. Dave, no interceptions. Yeah, he had a clean game. I think that's his first game this season with no interceptions. I believe so. And that helps you win those tight ones like this on top of the converts, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, yeah, pretty exciting game. Um, and like with 18 beating Gold Cook right now, looking at the standings, um, we have three teams, four teams with at least two losses already. Yeah. Uh, Centurions, we'll talk about their game. Uh, the only undefeated team. Yeah. Um, who would have thought Div 1 would have been playing out like this three, four games in, eh? Very surprising. Uh, I like. I guess I'll throw you on the spot right now. More surprised about Holy Trollers 1 and 2 start or Le Centurions 4 and 0 start? Um, let's see who Trollers played. I think I'm... I'm, I'm That's a good question, huh? Yeah, it is. Well, thank you. No, you you know, don't look. Okay, you look at the schedule. But like, let's yeah. say you, did, you didn't know the schedule. If I just tell you that Centurions are 4 and 0 or Holy Trollers are 1 and 2, what's more surprising? It's not a knock on Centurions. I knew they were a very good team, but I think the 4-0 surprising. Yeah. Given the fact that no other team has more than two wins in the standings. I, I'd agree with that. I, I think just given that, like, Holy Trollers have had up and down years and have had slow starts mm-hmm. and have got it together by midseason and marched into the playoffs. Yeah. Whereas Centurions have been that D2 team that came up to D1, showed the D1 teams that they could compete, but yeah. kind of always had, like, the short end at the end of it, right? You know, mm-hmm. like, kind of that 500 team that would, like win the games they should win and then lose the games they should lose totally kind of thing so it's not a knock on them that I'm saying I'm surprised that they're 4-0 just that yeah. like right now they're like kind of the only powerhouse in D1 right I like they're the clear cut number one in D1 and 100%. it's more so that like I thought we'd have a 1A 1B or even yeah. like a 1A 1B 1C at this point point. Yeah. and we have like a 1 and then like 2A 2B 2C 2D kind yeah. of right it's like, so true I agree with you and I think that like I also say more surprised with Centurions. I think if Trollers continue down this path, that may be like a different story. Where like if yeah. Trollers end up finish like they go one and three, one and four, that's different. But now one and two, um, you know, they've only played three games. I expect them to kind of get it together. But yeah, that they I didn't see that game because I was at Lebert. That game was at the other park, which is called that one um, so Jaff and I went to Subway and Jaff's like bro did you see the score in the game I said no and I checked I was like 40-39 what a shootout yeah. and I think we all picked Holy Trollers in that one <laughs> there's, a, there's a lot of games where we all picked yes. the wrong the wrong. this has not been the year for picks <laughs> oh my like, god there, I think there's at least 4 or 5 games where we all picked the wrong team I think Kevin's in first with like 52% oh, I'm exaggerating but like it's not, not going that well yeah this game was tied at 26 at half and then uh, Centurion's winning it 40-39 to 39 mm-hmm. on a fourth down touchdown by Gabriel Archambault to Simon Drelais with just over two minutes and then getting the one point take the lead. You know what we call that? Ice in my veins. <laughs> Called clutch. Need that clutch factor. Yeah, and then what happened at the end? Well, the last we, two plays, Max got sacked and threw a pick as he was driving with the, with the last... Sam Collette. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Very, very impressive win by the Centurions. Because I think, I don't remember if we said it or we predicted it or if we spoke about it off air. We kind of said, 
it's for sure going to be a tight game. Yeah. But if it's low scoring, it kind of advantages Centurions. Where if it'd be a high scoring, 79 point game, I tell you, it's a one point game, 79 points are scored, you would have probably said, I'm going with Trollers in this game, right? 100%. And, uh, and Centurions are not only showing us that they have the defense, they're also showing that they have the offense to yeah. compete with teams in an offensive shootout like this, which bodes well for them because the next opponent also scores a lot of points, the Outlaws. Yep. That's true. Um, Simon Drolet coming up big in this game. 10 catches, 104 yards, 2 touchdowns. Uh, Max throwing for 300 yards and 6 touchdowns in the, the feed. I remember, I think I looked at halftime at the game, uh, play by play, mm-hmm. uh, the, sorry, the box score. Yeah. And I think the both quarterbacks had almost identical stats and they almost, they finished almost identical stats also. Well, look, it was 3 converts to 4 converts where like it literally, like, I, with the Div 1 and teams, so even the yeah. match, it comes down to converts. Both teams choosing to go for that one point. Good to see Josh Levine back in his old days, right? Getting those three TDs. <laughs> yeah, I like that. Nine, nine catches. Nine. A convert. Um, I was talking about it with Jaff. Okay, and he was like, I'm not sure you'll be able to see this on air because usually I'm a nice, nice-ish guy. But right now we would say Centurions are number one in the power rankings. Are they the favorites? What is it? Like if, if we're doing power rankings. What did the off-air part have to do? No, no, because he was like, you won't like, because I, I still don't think Centurions are favorites to win at all. Okay. And that's what I was telling Jaff. And he was kind of like, yeah, well, I'm not sure you'll be able to see that on air. And He's not sure you would have been able yeah, to win there? Why yeah, not? I guess because like, I would say who's favored, but not say a team's not favored because that's like seen as a knock. He said you're like too nice to say that Centurions are not the favorite. Exactly, yeah. But you just said it. I, I did. So, so you're proving Jaff wrong. I usually do. Um, I, I get what you're saying because it kind of goes with what we were saying and like how come we're surprised in Centurions being like that. But like right now, if I had to bet money, it'd be hard not to bet for Centurions. Like, yes, like... Outlaws, Trollers, Goldcock, and even A-Team at times have shown firepower that like surpasses what we've seen from the Centurions. Mm-hmm. But right now, they're the team that's by far playing the most consistent football, has won all of their games, mm-hmm. have done everything right offensively, defensively. Mm-hmm. And like yes, they have another test playing against the Outlaws, defending champs. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I don't think I view that game as a measuring stick for them. I, I think they already measured themselves and like they, they are the top team right now. Mm-hmm. Obviously, they still have six games left. Yeah. This answer could change like week in, week out, right? We're, we're talking about it right now. Mm-hmm. Episode six. Like mm-hmm. episode six, right? I think so. You're better at knowing that. <laughs> I think six. Episode six. Yeah. Outlaws played three games, Gold Cook controllers also have played three games. So uh, but Centurions have a, at least double of all those wins, right? Like yeah. Centurions right now have as many wins as Outlaws, Gold Cook, and Trollers combined. Right, and this is very impressive. And like they've Centurions have beaten A team, they've beaten Gold Cook. They've been Holy Trollers and been so, Bitter Boys. So they, they have yet to play you guys. Yeah. So when you say that a team is number one in your power rankings, it's clearly they're number one in your power rankings, but doesn't that mean they're your favorites? Cause, or you're just like, if no. the playoffs started tomorrow, would they be your favorites? Or because you're projecting six weeks down the line, that's why they're not your favorites, because you know that stuff will go down. Good question. If my playoffs start tomorrow, I don't think I would have Centurions as my favorites, even though I'd have them as a number one seed. But not no, but the thing is, like, you can't really have... In other words, I'd say that the first round of the playoffs, there would be an upset. Like, if you want to see Centurions as the number one, I see there'd be an upset in the But first if you're saying there's an upset, you're also saying they're the favorites. Because to be upset, it needed to be the favorite. Yeah, but I'm so saying, based on power rankings, yes, if that makes sense. It doesn't make sense at all. Like, no, because if you look at, look at Centurions, they're 4-0, okay? Yeah. So, let's say playoffs started tomorrow. They're yes. number one in your power rank. Yes. They have like, the one seed. Yes. They're playing the Goldcock. Yes. You're telling me Goldcock uh, no, will upset. No, I, w- I would take Centurions over Goldcock. Okay. If that was a matchup. Okay. But let's say, let's say... And then they play the, the winner of Outlaws and A-Team in the finals. I say if you guys were to beat us, I would pick you guys to win that finals match. But we don't know who's going to win the semifinals. Correct. But I would... But I going would. into the playoffs, you would still say Outlaws are the favorites right now. Even though they're not even ranked one in your power rankings. 
Yeah. So define a power ranking to you. Power ranking is not necessarily... I don't think it's where you think they are. It's, you have to base it on matchups that happened in the last few weeks. Like, even if a team... Like, I don't think you could... Put, if both teams are 3-0, and, and what? See, see, both teams are 3-1. and one, And one 3-1 team beat another 3-1 team, they have to automatically be ahead of the other team. Agreed. So they would be the favorite in that case over the other well, team? Well, they would be... They would, I don't know if they'd be the favorite because, like, I'd say if these teams play against each other again, maybe the other team would win. That's what I mean. Like, I think if Holy Chosen and Centurions play tomorrow, Centurions uh, Chosen win that game. That's what I'm saying. Repeat that if... If this Saturday, Trollers played Centurions, yes. I think Trollers will win that game. Okay. But you'd still play Centurions over Trollers yes. in your power rank? Yes, right, because I'd have to. You think they will win it, or you think they could win it? I would... No, I think they would win it. You'd pick... I, like, I would pick... I, it, I'd pick Trollers. It'd be a, a toss-up, but if I had to pick, I'd pick Trollers. Like I, no, but I'm saying this in the sense that like it's exciting. Okay. Like it have we haven't had talked this in a while. Let's not talk about this for another while because uh... Centurions use as motivation. I love you guys. You guys are great. Uh, you guys are pleasantly surprising me. Um, yeah, keep up the good work. Uh, let's quickly talk about Outlaws Bitter Boys. Uh, I just want to shout out a couple of guys. Ariel getting the ball touching his hands three times, uh, getting a touchdown and two pick sixes, a 45 yard touchdown and two picks for. Six each one. So every time he touched the ball, he scored. Yeah. That's like... Pretty good ratio. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So that's all I wanted to say about this. AJ Gomes, uh, six for 62 touchdowns. Uh, I think JS has to really limit those interceptions, right? Because it was a 28-point game, but he threw four interceptions and three pick sixes. So... Yeah. Because it looked like when I looked over that Bitter Boys defensively were doing fairly well. Like, they had sacked that a few times. He'd thrown a pick. Um, obviously, he finished with a really good uh, good stat line. Steve did. Um, but, like, Bitter Boys didn't seem to be completely outmatched in this one. At least there were times where it felt like it was a close game. I was playing right next, like, the field next door, so I didn't really know what the score was at times. Um, well, 22 points were scored off of... I mean, 22 direct points were scored off, like, pick sixes. Right. With the converts. That doesn't account for the pick and then scoring. So, like, right there, that's 22 out of the 28 uh, point. point difference. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's a lot. Um, move to D2. Okay. Another outlaws team to cover there. Yeah, that is true. I'm sure it'll be your pleasure to talk about them in D2. <laughs> well, I picked red zone. Because you knew Steve wasn't throwing. Well, I mean, who, who knows why. Outlaws were also up 20 to 19 at half. So, and this was Nick's almost first game in a while, and he... Pretty much balled out 25 for 35, 267, five touchdowns, no interceptions. Those are stats that usually you win a game with. Yeah, 100%. <clears throat> Josh also balling out. Josh going for over 200 yards in his two games. <laughs> My man. Uh, seven for 103 and a touchdown. But I think this was the Mike Roy show. Uh, 28 for 40, 321, seven touchdowns, zero interceptions. Those are also stats that you for sure win a game with. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Like, if you lose a game like that, then I mean, there's either something wrong or. And he has pretty good ball distribution. Uh, three receivers with over 70 yards and uh, four different receivers with a touchdown. Um, I'd go as far as saying this is a game that Red Zone needed to win. 100%. Needed to win. Yeah. Not to save the season, but maybe to that. convince themselves that, okay, like we're okay. Yeah. Like the ship isn't sinking just yet. Yeah, because we think last week we kind of said we had Arnold and Nathanaut on a tier on their own, and then we had like... Uh, Outlaws, Red Zone, and Marvel's kind of in between. So there's always going to be one team outside looking in. I think Red Zone was that team at that time. Mm-hmm. And beating a, an Outlaws team who already has, uh, who already had a loss on their on their 
uh, schedule. Resume, yeah. yeah, it helps them out now to like they have that head to head for now. And now Marvel's on the team that's on the outside looking in. That's gonna I like man, that that will come down to the last week. I there's, feel there's no way before the last week we'll know the four teams that make the playoffs. Who knows, maybe we will. I'd be I'd be shocked. Not surprised, shocked. Um I see in our chat John just asked for bold prediction is predicting a nice T D win bold enough? Yes. Or too bold. I think that exceeds bold prediction type. Worthy, like that's 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 not even on the on like that's the like, spectrum of bold like prediction. Bold, like like hot. No, that's like saying like we're not gonna play football on Saturday. Like yeah, and that by the time we come back and play <laughs> football, that pigs will be flying upside down. Yeah, in the air. Um. No, but wait. Um, let's continue talking about that quickly. Which that? Um. Nice season getting a win. No, but I'm. I'm positive that before the last week of the season, we won't know the four teams clinch. We may know like three of the four, but there's no way we're going to know all four teams before the last week of the season. How? how? What if they're all on bye week the last week of the season? <laughs> okay, that's a loophole. Um, well, on the last week of the season, we have Outlaws, Iron Wolves, are Iron already going to have played all their 10 games. And then we'll have the Marvels playing Nice CDs and Red Zone playing Nathan Nolan. So I can see that. It could very well be a win and you're in for Marvels, a must win for Red Zone. I, yeah, I don't think we'll know. I tend to agree with you. Yeah. I think there's more chances of that. But just for the fun of the show, I'll say that it won't be the case. That's fair. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah. So. That'll be a good one. Red Zone 10 out. Let's talk about the Arnold's Marvels game because I want to know Marvels are 1 and 2 right now. Should they be worried? No, I don't think they should. Um, well, their, their two losses are against us and the Iron Wolves. Um, their two losses are against you and the Iron Wolves? No, us, comma, the Iron Wolves. Um, and I'd say we're a fairly good team, one of the favorites in the division. So, no, the, the Marvels had a good game. It was a good game. Just something of turning points in the game. Uh, there was a lot of like good plays made in the game. Max played well. Um, you know, Iron Wolves offensively played well. John threw two uncharacteristic interceptions in that game, uh, both intercepted by uh, Tamin, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, good weapon on both sides of the ball for them. Yeah, again, this came down to the wire. It was, uh, we scored, it was it was very similar to the a game, the Tanal game that we had just lost. You got a false start on a convert? Me? Yeah. Yeah, but I did it on purpose because I got the convert the next play. Why'd you do it on purpose? I didn't do it on purpose. I just said I did. You know what's so funny? I got a false start. Because like, didn't get the convert. And then John was like, wait a minute, wait a minute. False starts before, before the play. Who said that? John. Okay. Who? Steve. Okay. Steve was refing. <laughs> and so we let the play go. We threw an incomplete pass. And then John's like, no, no, wait. But the, is it a false start? He kind of played as if it was an offside, basically. Yeah, okay. exactly. So then we got to redo it. Okay, okay. But then you redid it from 10 for one. Yeah, exactly. We got it to be up by six. And then our... You guys originally went for one? Yeah, we went for one. And then they got the ball back with about under a minute. And Max, once again, sacked and intercepted on that last drive, but obviously less than a minute. He's going hurry-up mode. The last play, I like, it was a last play of the game. Like, the pick was the last play. It was a hell of a last play? So. You don't want to bat it down? It's so funny you said that. The ball, literally this is what happened verbatim. The ball was in the air. I was screaming, bat it down, bat it down, bat it down, bat it down. And it came to me and I just caught it. Because, like, if you bat, like, if you bat it down and it, like, it's off someone, there was too many, like, Marvels around, so I just wanted to catch it. 
So I caught it, whatever. Simone made me laugh. Yeah, I guess. Why Simone made you laugh? Because he was like, well, screaming about it down the whole time, and then he Where's ended up Simone catching about it. Uh, it was, was a really watching good, the game? Yeah, he was. Quite a few people watching the game. Uh, good fans watching. Uh, Curran was watching the game uh, with the Mosa crew. Big fan. Um, yeah. Like, defense stepped up when needed to for both teams. Like, 32-26 seems like a highest scoring game. Uh, it was... But um, I think these teams are, are very evenly matched. So, uh, no, I wouldn't be worried for the Marvels just yet. Can you unbiasedly tell me who's your 1A, 1B between Tanant and Arnold at this point right now? Yeah, I would say Tanant or 1A. Really? Yeah. yeah are be- you saying that because you don't want the target on your back? No, or? because they beat us last. I think if we beat them last, I'd put us at 1A. Okay. Yeah. So that means based on your power rankings and all the BS I said before, if you guys play against each other, they're going to lose, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, if we play in the playoffs, yeah, they would have to. But, yeah, I would say, what would you say? I mean, they also have a better, didn't they play a game more than us? Yeah, they have one extra game. That's why I'm looking at the points per game and points against per game. And, like, they they clearly have the offense. They've, like, I mean, they just played the NCDs and won by 51 points, right? So mm-hmm. that obviously helps your dif- differentials. Um, they've won four straight games, beating Red Zone, Outlaws, and you guys. Mm-hmm. Um, they haven't shown that inconsistency that they've shown in years past right like mm-hmm. uh, I, I, I think I'd say I don't know it's close it's, a, it's really a coin flip for me right mm-hmm. yeah it's, it's, yeah who's, who are you guys playing against are oh, they playing next season again next week and you're playing red zone yeah we're playing red zone Marvel's Outlaws next season yeah so no that's cool no D2 teams on a bye Um, but if you had to pick power ranking, who's at one? Like, okay, <laughs> you gotta give me an answer. You can't be saying this to me, depends. This, yeah, like, it's tough to do this. I, I think if you guys play tomorrow in the playoffs, I give the slight edge to, to Iron Wolves on a one point game on either on converts and overtime. So, I just think of the experience and the way John. Has so many more seasons under his belt than Vincent Dion, who mm-hmm. Vincent Dion's a great, great quarterback. But I just think that, like, if I had to pick one of them making a mistake, I would say John would would not make the mistake. Mm-hmm. But like again, kind of that five more games left. You guys have six. Uh, I was thinking that the addition of Demario, you James Demario on the back end on that defense is really, really hard to throw against. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I, I think I'd give the slight edge to Arnold's uh, right now. But like. You said they beat you the most recently. It was mm-hmm. a back and forth game. It could have went either way. Yeah. Um, if I had to predict the D two finals right now, it'd be late on Arnold's. Fair. Shout out to Demario. He actually he didn't play. He was hurt, but he came to watch our game against Marvels. Nice. Yeah. Is he getting better? Yeah, I think he's good to go next week. Division three. Yep. Got a new uh, quarterback leading Thunder Buddies. We do. We do. Artie's pretty good. Um, <laughs> Yeah. It was a uh, I was following this game like literally every second and it was like six nothing till the last play yeah. of the first half and I'm like wow like the offense is slow yeah, but the defense is playing great. Yeah. Then I saw JS subbing for uh, old school and I'm like damn okay like that's D1 quarterback playing in D3 like it's a real deal like, our defense has to actually step up. Mm-hmm. Thankfully we got Small Valley Cat continuing the interception streak who pause is leading division 3 in interceptions. With one game less than everyone else. No way. Yeah. So we have four guys tied at four interceptions. Yeah. Two have four games played. One has five games played. And Simone only has three games played. Is that Trevon Diggs type shit or what? Bro, for real. It's a good call. I always say more Xavier Howard type stuff. Um, and 
He doesn't play defense all the time. No, he literally plays a driver to a game to get that pick, and that's it. Kind of like that closer. We gotta keep it going. <laughs> I see. Like we, if we look into like the ESPN math in this, the percentage he's on the field, he gets to pick like thirty percent of the drives he's on, which is nuts. Yeah. Probably more. Yeah, really. Because your math is probably off. Good stuff. Uh, so you going 29 for 40, 245, five tutties, and one interception? It was a very nice interception, too. <laughs> no, I swear, like, it was a oh, one-handed pick. Really? Yeah. Wow. It wasn't a great, it, like, it wasn't a good decision by me, but it was a very nice interception by Jonathan Reeves, yeah. Um, yeah, I don't have much six. I didn't watch the game. You it was a slow start for it. us. Um, we were up 6 nothing. Um, we didn't cover on fourth. So he gave me shit. Um, and then after that, like literally after he gave me crap, like it was, then the offense went perfect. And like, I can't, I, I read the field. I was throwing my first read basically the whole time. Um, and yeah, really Rob White balled out in this game. Six for 80, a touchdown. Six for 80, a touchdown, a big catch on fourth down, a catch on a wheel. Um, uh, but really an game, interception on defense as well. Game ball goes to the defense. Jaff got an interception in the red zone. Simon got an interception in the red zone. Rob got an interception late in the game that the game was basically over at that point, but like to seal it, seal it. Um, and yeah, like offensively, Rob played really well. Jaff had a ton of catches. Dave was really used more at the, the end of the game. Um, was great having dad calling plays. And uh, Simon, too. I don't, yeah, Simon had 10 catches, too. So, Why, two ten, TDs. Ten, the slot or the wide? Wide. Uh, no, uh, snap. Oh, because Mustafa wasn't, yeah. wasn't there. Yeah, I got mixed up because Mustafa had some stats. Uh, yeah, yeah, no, no. Mixed no, no. up with Rosalie or something. Moose, yeah, no, Moose <laughs> wasn't there. Um, but yeah, good game for us. Glad we were able to get the win for you. Um, old school, see what happens. Daik should be back next week. He wasn't there. He was watching, though. Um, Injured? Yeah, basically, he should be good to go. Did you see any other D3 games? Yes, I refed Manitou Boys Iron Wolves. Let's talk about that one. 63-27. Two things. One. Leon was like a five-year-old kid waking up on Christmas morning. He was ecstatic. He was in his zone. Big smile on his face. Like, he was living the life. Was and this coming out party? <laughs> it was. There was a... He scored a TD. He's like, you guys forgot about me. Y'all forgot about me. Talking to you? And, well, I was... Kind of. I was roughing them. I was like, no, nah, we didn't forget about you, man. <laughs> um, but, yeah. This was like a picture-perfect game for Manto boys. Like, this roster is very strong. Like... Also, the second thing I was going to say, um, Lazar, I'm not going to try and pronounce that last name, is the new up-and-coming star in MFL. He had a touchdown in this game. I believe he had three picks. And he played for another team in Division Four. Yeah. Uh, Black Diamonds. Yeah. He had a crazy game in that uh, one, too. He's on Black Diamonds? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if he's on that team, but he played really well for Black Diamonds uh, against the weakest link. He balled out. Uh, he had a great weekend. In D3 and in D4. So watch out for his name, Lazar. Super tall guy, runs really good routes. Uh, great receiver and great defender. Uh, so he's going to be, uh, yeah, someone you got to keep uh, keep an eye out for. But this Manto Boys squad is like, they got Nico, uh, they got Rich, they got Lazar, um, they got Leon at quarterback. I'm definitely missing a few guys um, that also won in that game. Alexander, yes, exactly. Bro, how can I forget him? Five catches, 107 yards, three TDs. This was a very impressive win by Manitou boys. Uh, 63 points. That was that could be the highest uh, in MFL this year. 37 at the half. Like, wow. It was and, like, like it was 16 passes, completed passes, and nine touchdowns. 
It was so weird. Was it just bomb after bomb? Or I see three guys with over 21 average. Yeah. They, they couldn't stop the deep ball. Um, there Your was boys, a, Kareem and Iggy. Yeah, it's because they were playing. Um, Iggy ended up having to quarterback in this game, actually. What happened to John? Uh, John was kind of tired from uh, the game before because we just played uh, with Iron Wolves. But yeah, Kareem had a big game offensively. Nine catches, 94 yards, two TDs. He was really... Him and Iggy had that connection going... Um, but defensively, yeah, the Iron Wolves got it. Like, they need... like Cream ball, ball down in this game, eh? That's literally what I just said. Nine catches, 94 yards, and two TDs. Sorry, and, I zoned out there. Uh, yeah, no surprising. <laughs> um, but we talk about... <laughs> we talk about Iron Wolves. And uh, defensively, like, they need a safety. Like, Kareem can play safety. Iggy can play safety. Um, well, they are missing Marvin on that team, right? That, that's what I mean. I was saying, like, having Marvin there would be, like... They wouldn't have won this game, but like that would be kind of the type of guy that they need uh, okay. to play that safety position. Uh, yeah, it was just surprising. Like Leon was was having like everything he wanted, um, and it was like backyard football. It was literally backyard football for Leon. He would get on his chair, go on, throw a TD pass, get back in his chair, drink some Gatorade, <laughs> and it was yeah, it was a walk in the park for them. Um, and I think we all picked Arnold's, right? We did, but I don't see Manitoboys losing many games this year. Well, they've already lost a couple, no? Which is surprising. Um, I don't know if they didn't have a their like had roster issues. Well, they lost to the Agrabah and Idaho, who were both undefeated. But still, the score week. like they, when can you just pull up that score? Idaho they scored six points against Idaho in that one, twenty six to six. Like, and if you go stats, and if you go down, you see like, Lazar wasn't there that game. Like, I, like that's probably a big thing. Um, but Leon's still quarterbacked. I think they're, right now they're just in, in rhythm. They're a hot team. Manitou boys. Uh, another game that caught my attention was Jagerbaum beating up on Idaho 40-19 to when it was tied at 12 at half. I saw 12-12 tied half. I saw both quarterbacks having identical stats. I'm like, wow, like this is what we had. This is what we thought the game was, how the game was going to go down, right? Mm-hmm. And then uh, tail of two halves. Uh, Yagram scoring 28 points title only scoring 7 in that second half uh, did you see any of this game or hear anything about it literally nothing okay so we're only going to speculate now yeah 100% is <clears throat> what we do best is um, that a is Idaho not on the level we thought they were or is I'm it just a bad second half I was going to ask you that <laughs> you're allowed a slip up and they had one half of a slip up so I'd say for now it's chill. Jagerbaum's a very good team. Arguably the best team in Division Three. I think they can compete at this level. I think if they play this game 10 times, I would still pick Jagerbaum probably 7 to 8 times. I think before this game we were saying it was 5-5 five, five or 6-4, right? Yeah, I think you were. Because I picked Jagerbaum in this one. Um, I'm still high on Jagerbaum. Nothing against Idaho. Um, yeah, I just think like Jagerbaum's on a different level. That's fair. Yeah. Let's see who they play next week. Yeah, Ron Wengamat's going to sleep on that. opening the Chiefs. That'll be a good one. I think Brady has a good game. He didn't have a like a terrible game right against um, against Jagerbaum. Is he still front runner to win QB of the year in Div 3? Most probably. Yeah. I don't think one bad game or one bad half. Yeah. Uh, fair. People, But I mean, Smalls, uh, I think catching up now with this, especially this game, I think he, he missed a game. Let's take a look at that. That's a great question. Like, he only threw one interception in this game, right? And it's probably, like, his third interception of the season. Brady, yeah. Um, going to pass. Shoot, the Chesney balled out. Oh, it was actually his sixth. 
So, wow, Simone Shen 21-1 TD to the ratio is pretty crazy. Wow. Uh, but Brady almost 1,000 yards through five games. Um, That's solid. Yeah, I mean, he has the game in hand right now, mm-hmm. but I'd still say he's a front runner. A small and Leon obviously closed the gap a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have uh, Felix up there also, um, but I still say he's number one right now. I agree with that. Um, sticking with D3, Terry, surprised by Ben putting up 45 against Average Joes? Oh, yes. I mean... I'll double yes that. More so surprised that Average Joes losing this game? Yeah. And, well, actually, yeah, like... One, I thought Average Joes have the offensive power to, to go in a high-scoring game and follow. And mm-hmm. also, having played them the last time I played, um, they also had the defense to not give up 45. Like, that defense was legit against us, right? Like, it was hard to score and even move the ball against them. Mm-hmm. And uh, props to Dave, David Michaud and that offense for putting up 45. Um, well, I mean, Jason also threw four picks. Yeah. Which was maybe, did he throw any against us in that game? No, or one? Yeah, one to Simone, probably. Yeah, one to Simone, exactly. <laughs> Um, yeah, maybe Jason throwing those four picks, giving Lee Bin short field, whereas yeah. Bin only throwing one pick. Um, maybe that the Bin defense was the difference in helping that offense put up those forty-five points, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like it's crazy that this average Joe seems through four picks and Jason still put up four thirty-eight that, points, crazy. right? Crazy, yeah. Seriously, did he rush for a TD? Yeah, he did. Yeah. My man. <laughs> um, are we talking enough about Bin? Well, they're they pretty inconsistent teams. Team, yeah, right? they, they are inconsistent, but they beat some good teams. I mean, the one, the two times I saw them play was their win against Iron Wolves, who they only showed up in the last 10 minutes. Right, yes, we ref that game together. And then I ref their game against Panache, where they didn't show up at all for the whole game. Right. <laughs> so they've had, yeah, they've had buys, right? They had. Yeah, they, they went through both of their buys, so. Okay. I guess the next two games against Manitou Boys and Idaho are going to tell us if we talk enough about them or not, right? That's going to be a good one. Damn. But yeah, like this team. I think I picked them to win against Epanache, and I ref that game. And firsthand, I saw that like they were just off. Mm-hmm. And then I didn't see this game, but putting up forty-five points against Average Joe's, like you deserve some props, right? Kind of wish I saw that game. On that note, um, I think we have to have a talk with John. We have to have all the games at the same field, bro. So, do you want to play in mud, or do you want to play with a goalpost in the middle of the field? I'm down for either, as long as we're all playing together. It's just that the vibe is different. Okay. I like. I'd rather. You can't have everything. Like people were. You, you want better. You, eat it too? you, no. you want a better field conditions. We gave you better field conditions. I would take. Touche. You can't have your cake and eat it too. I would take being a bunch of people. My dad always asks me that question. I guess it's for just for decoration. But I would take the people there to play on mud. Okay. I'm sure you're in a minority for that. Debatable. Um. Yeah. Debatable. Okay. Are all like so? This whole rest of the season is that's how it's gonna go. Yeah, I thought I'd talk with John. We we can look into maybe having three fields at Arthur Italian, one at Lebert, but at that point, people are playing Lebert are gonna be all alone, right? Yeah, so it's not any better. At least two and two, you have like same amount of crowd in both. True, yeah, okay. I mean, if you have any, if you find us a park where we could have four fields, we'll, we'll gladly do that, right? But right now, it's not the case, right? We can't set up four fields at and if we set up four fields at Le Bear, we're not going to play there in the fall. What if we play at Le Bear this year and Terrier in the fall? We can't set up four fields in Terrier in the fall. You can't? No. The last week where we had three, the week that we didn't want to play at Le Bear, remember that like 
we had three, and even there, there was like the goalpost that was super close to one field. So we could set up a four theoretically if we have both fields going this way with the goalpost in the middle. Well, it'll just be an extra defender. <laughs> I don't see anything wrong with that. So yeah, any other? Uh, what were you talking about? Libin. Keep eating. I'm <laughs> doing well. Anything else in D three? From one to D four. Ludwig was back. Surprisingly, they lost 21-20. Well, that game's actually in review right now. Oh. Because and I didn't know this because... You're not part of any committee that makes decisions. Alrighty. If you go into the roster, you can see that Jack Rabbit's actually busted the cap. Uh, oh, they, that was, is that Phil played with them? Yeah, that Phil Farron yeah, yeah, okay, played okay. with them. And they had another sub also. Um, so they won this game by one. Um, yeah. Uh, as of right now, I guess when this episode is going to be published, we'll know. Uh, who, who, who won probably at the end of filming this episode we'll know <laughs> yeah. but uh, as of right now it's being looked into okay so make sure you're under the cap captain when you uh, yes. get subs especially the caliber of uh, Mike Roy and Phil Farron for real who both uh, played fairly well in this game yeah they did uh, and ask Chiefs good game 32-31 that was also a forfeit what Chiefs did not have enough players to show up so there's a bunch of subs that played for Chiefs in this game Oh, so Panache Panache won anyways. Yeah, by forfeit, yeah. So okay. the score stayed the same, but yeah. Fair. Yeah. Um, any Check <laughs> those cap regulations. I know we promised to have them years before, and they just got implemented recently, but check those caps. Don't want to have games forfeited. That's tough. Yeah. So D4? Yeah, let's go. Um, whoops, that's not D4. D4. What did I see in D4? I Let's talk about this. Sure. That was surprising. Um, for those of you who were looking at Flamingos beating Phoenix 33-6. to I picked Phoenix in D4. I picked against Phoenix in D5. The opposite happened. Same. <laughs> Kevin did it on purpose. He did it on purpose. That, that's why he's winning. He gives 0-2 and, and he doesn't get to pick his games. Yeah. I think he benched himself in this game. You think so? Yeah. Because I think Rob... Yeah, Rob has right now. passes. Rob threw eight passes... Um, Kevin having a really bad stat line if you want to check it go check I'm not going to say that on air didn't complete many passes um, it was funny we, we were talking after he was complaining about the win he completed was, fu- Wait, didn't complete many he didn't complete many to his team is that what you want to say yeah, yeah. he didn't complete many he passes a to his team. The other team a lot of his passes ended up being caught but just not all by his own team um, he was complaining about the wind Willie with two picks I did? I not played you. that game not you oh. Hey, I like that. Actually, Willie? Yeah, Willie. That's so cool. Yo, uh, DM me, bro. We'll talk. That's a cool name. Um, yeah, he played about the win, but like at halftime, he switched sides, so he should have the win with him at that point, right? Yeah. It was actually, the win was bananas. <laughs> I think like this was the most ever the win affected MFL since I've been playing. Really? Yeah, yeah, really. It's it was like, it's like a curveball. <laughs> Didn't seem to affect Dimitri very much. Baller. Yeah. I told him, I came back from uh, Subway, and I was like, bro, you balling. He didn't even rush. When you get an arm like that, sometimes you don't go to rush. Um, so, what other game did you, you were going to say? Black Diamond. I score kept that game. The weakest and you score kept pretty well, eh? Apparently, I, I did. Good job. I, I made like two mistakes. That's that's a lot less than you usually make. Yeah, I'd say like that's... Did you correct the mistakes? Yeah, John did. So you realized you made the mistakes? Yeah, yeah, yeah I that's did. That's great. Thank you, but I, I have trouble putting in penalties. I just, I never put penalties in. Okay, you should start yeah. learning how to. But the player's thanking me, right? So it looks like they have no penalties. But in this game, um, Black Diamonds... Okay, so I guess it was a sub. Eli quarterbacked. That Manning? man can throw the ball. No, it wasn't Eli Manning. It was uh, not the guy that has 
being the Patriots twice in the Super Bowl, a different guy. Played like Eli Manning, though. Um, yeah, was slinging that ball like ain't nobody's business. It was a really tight spiral. Um, I was impressed with how Marvin played, too. I know his stats don't look great. Yeah. Um, he was asking me after the game what he could improve on. And I guess for like all those guys, like even myself, I have to improve on, too, is like quarterbacks just starting is try and plant your feet. It's so easy to like run and like just want to throw on the run because um, you see someone open and you yeah. get to it, but like you really have to sit, plant your feet, and then make that throw because yeah. it's super tough to throw on the run. Yeah, right? Yeah, 100%. Like, and you don't realize it when you're releasing the ball because your arm is making the same movement. Right. But when the ball releases, you see the ball floating. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and being weaker and right. someone easily undercutting it. Whereas if you plant your feet, at worst, it'll be an, uh, it'll be an incomplete pass. Yeah. Um, so that was the tip I had for Marvin. Like, he played pretty well in that game. Uh, was a good leader for them. Got a pick on defense. Actually, a really nice one. Um, one hand or body? It was, no, he uses two hands. It was like cast in <laughs> hand. It was pretty impressive. Um, this was a good game. The weakest link were winning at one point, I believe. Black Diamonds ended up coming back. And it was that game that, um, if you go to the stats in that one, um, it was... Your boy Lazar? Yeah, Lazar, two catches, 61 yards. Mar- <laughs> Those two catches, Mar- like, hey, like Lazar is like, he just chucked it as high as he could. How tall is he? I I'd him say 6'5", at least. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's tall. He tall. <laughs> he can play ball. Um, and... This was just a really good game overall. Marvin rushed when he had to, um, and it looks like a low-scoring game, but I want to say both defenses played pretty well. Um, yeah. Oh, and we have an interview about Black, Black Diamonds. Oh, yeah? Yeah. So good thing I just told you that because you're going to add that in. Uh, funny interview at the end. I will send it to you. Please remind me. Um, yeah. Yeah, I'm recording. Just do whatever you want now. Okay. I don't know why you're standing like it's a team picture. I'm here with the Black Diamonds. Started the season off 0 and 1. Back to back wins. We're going to 2 and 1. How does it feel? Good, man. What do, you, what do you have to say on that win? Impressive win. Thanks, man. Thanks, Shout out to Eli. Yeah, Eli. Power back up. You want to comment on the interview besides saying it's funny? Um... There was people laughing, which is amazing. funny. It was a little chaotic. Okay. Yeah. Can you try to do better next time? No, no, but chaos is fun. Like, it's what makes MFL MFL. Um, another game where all four of us picked wrong, Serial Killers Sooners 45. When we pick four Sooners, they lose. When we pick against them, they win. Uh, expecting more, a lot more points in this one also. You know what's funny? I think on air I picked Serial Killers. No, and then I switched... No, you picked... In your picks, you picked serial killers. Oh, but on air, you probably picked Sooners. Yeah. Sorry, my, my, my apologies, my apologies. Yes, I picked Sooners on air. And why'd you switch? Trying to get too cute? It's hard to get cuter than this. But I think why that I was... Why are yourself? I'm just thinking. I think that... Uh, yeah, I just thought the Sooners had a bad game the week before, and I was like, you know what? They're not going to win this. But they did. So you initially had faith in them, and then you decided to change your pick? I did. Trust your gut next time? Yeah. Good call. Um... So was last week just a fluke for Sooners 45? Probably. Well, they also got a pick six in this game, so it's not to say their offense played great, scoring only 12 points, because they got a two-point conversion on that pick six. Um, 
They got a two point conversion on that pick six. They got the two point conversion. Like the after. offense got the two point conversion. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. I think they never got the pick six. They would have yeah. gotten those two, two points two also. Uh, they also got a second pick six. What? Yeah, they got two pick six in this game. Soon as first got two pick six in this game. So they scored fourteen out of the twenty picks, uh, twenty points <laughs> off on of defense. Pick. Yeah. Uh, now the page not loading because I believe Kyle has a lot of pick sixes for this team. Sooners forty five, and usually even at the Oklahoma Sooners, it's the opposite. Like if if they can hold the team to under fifty <laughs> points, it's a win, right? Like they're winning games fifty two to fifty one. Pretty much, eh? Um, good to see Sooners forty five bounce back because that was like for me, like I said last week, that was a shocking loss against the Boucher the way they lost. Um, Sierra so Killers, not too worried about them. Um, would have liked to see them win this game, but I do think Sooners forty five are still a pretty good team, so I'll give you a slight pass. So Kyle, I hope I'm pronouncing the name wrong, but Kyle. Kyle, yeah, that looks sounds good. In three games, has four picks, all for six. <laughs> so like, if this guy pick, picking you off, he's taking it back for six. Kind of like Ariel, he's Ariel D four. Yeah, for real. Um, yeah. So Sooners got something about that offense. You can't look Sooners forty five. You got to put up forty five points a game. Yeah, good call. I like that. For sure. The 89 yards only for Diego. A bit surprising because, I mean, the game that I refed, sorry, the game I score kept, they played against Sour Peeps, and Sour Peeps are struggling this year. But they just looked like they were in sync on the offensive side of the ball, were Sooners 45. Um, wow, but, James Newman getting two sacks and a pick six. So if that pick six was in the rusher position, that'd be hella impressive. Good stuff, Newman. But even if it's not, it's still super impressive. <laughs> good stuff either way. Pick six is a pick six either way. Diego running 11 times, 75 yards. Um, yeah, so I guess they did enough to get the win, right? Mm-hmm. What do you think of serial killers? you realize like, the fact that they like, switch quarterbacks, like, like they change like, shoes? They switch that often? Yeah. Was it because their quarterback was missing? No, usually during games they'll switch quarterbacks, but this time George threw. Wait, serial killers switch during games? Yeah. I think only... I don't think I've seen that. Yeah, they Sooners are the ones that have like the yeah. plays. So do um, Sierra Killers. I think Sierra Killers always had the same quarterback besides one game when George wasn't there and Samir played. Uh, I think you're mistaken. But Sam did really well on the offensive side of the ball for them this week. Unfortunately, we're still not enough to get them to win. They're sitting at 2-2, two and two, Sierra Killers. I think big game coming up for this week against Canal Club. So in their first game, only George threw. In their second game, yeah, they came in for one drive. Two guys. Well, maybe two drives. You never know. And then in the third game, only one guy threw. But see, it's a different guy. Because their main guy was not there. Well, he could have been there and just been watching the game. You never know. Point is, different guys throw balls on this team for these guys. And that could be a good thing. Makes you unpredictable. All right. Any other game in D4 that you want to talk about? Mm. <clears throat> It was a forfeit, wasn't there? Yeah. Le Boucher against Wizards. That's Pui. It is indeed. Um, that's it. The five. Phoenix Cyclones. Uh, I think we like... What a game. Yeah, like we, we thought these were like two good teams in D5. I think we all picked Cyclones. We did. Uh, Kevin throwing four... Both quarterbacks throwing four picks in this game. Did, <laughs> and both putting up over 30 points. Crazy to see that the quarterback with threw an extra touchdown ended up losing the game. Well, Vince Blondin coming up big, getting three interceptions and a pick six. Uh, He's a good... Um, good D5 player. 
Yeah, yes, that's what I was gonna say. But yes, good guy on defense. When you got a def- one player with a couple of championships on your D five team, it, it helps you, right? Yes, not only can Vince make tackles, he can get picks too. Yeah, uh, and get some catches, six for fifty one and a touchdown. Yep, I saw Kevin just like shot put a ball on this game. He was like, "Okay, I'm just gonna get it to Vince." It was so funny. We got the ball to Vince. Good things happen. Uh, yeah. I don't have much to say. Bruh, is that Lazar again? <laughs> so, do I know my stuff or do I know my stuff? Six catches, 104 yards, two teams. I didn't even know he played this He's a new game. player in this league and uh, stacking it up on three different teams. I legit didn't know he played in this one. So, is is he like a sub and he's actually not playing on any of the three no, no, teams? No, I know he's for sure on one of these teams. Which is? Either Cyclones or... Um, Manitou Boys? Black Diamonds. He's not a Manitou Boys? Maybe he's a sub on Manitou Boys? I'm pretty sure he's on a D4 or D5 team. He's on, he's on Cyclones. Like on-on? Yeah, he's on the Cyclones roster. Who's the second? Black Diamonds, the other uh, one? Yeah, Black Diamonds. Let's see if he's on Black Diamonds. And then... He is not on Black Diamonds. He was subbing on Black Diamonds. And then Manitou Boys. So, okay, with, with Cyclones... So he's playing... So he's on a D5 team. Yes. And he's on Manitoba. Okay, it makes sense. But yeah, I could tell because he, he and Leon seem to have a good connection. I mean, when you have a six foot five guy, six foot five guy yeah. on the offense, you have a good connection with him, right? Very true. Very true. Uh, surprising to see John McCollum put up seven points against Mimosa Crew. Mimosa Crew. Um, Dolphins jerseys. Good stuff, Mimosa Crew. Um, 12-7, low scoring game. Not the sexiest of games. But you always uh, say, uh, ugly win is better than a pretty loss. Yeah, Mama always said that, eh? Mama always told me that. Uh, big win, Melissa Crew. This is not... Um, how many wins do they have on the season at Melissa Crew? Mm, three. Three and one. Um, that's like... I'm surprised. Considering, surprised? Yes, I am. Uh, considering they struggled last year. Um, 13 points per game and to be three and one. Yeah, seriously. Putting up 14 against hard target. Putting up 26 against Los Palitos and then 12 this week. Uh, good stuff. 3-1. and one. I like that. Only loss was the Cyclones by a lot. Uh, Cyclones are a good team, though. Um, but yeah, Curran, this one, 10, 10 completions, 99 yards, a TD. Rushing. Rushing for 34 yards and a TD as well, though. Um, sorry. Chad Walcott, interception in this one. And uh, Eric Ross got an interception. Nice. A wins a win, like they say. Most of three and one drama club thoughts on them. Where? Yeah, I was exactly. I was about to say, where did drama club go from here? They were like the favorites after week one, right? Like destroying Phoenix, coming in with that roster has a plethora of D two players. Big word for you, plethora. I like that. <laughs> yeah, they pronounce it right. Yeah, <laughs> fairly. Um, uh, I'm a tad bit worried. Right now, we're sixth place. They're still in the playoff spot at two and two. Um, what worries you about them? Their struggles on the offensive side of the ball. Because um, they only gave up 12 points, and that should be enough points that you're giving up to win the game, right? Right, so, I mean, like, look, there was a game they put up 40 points, okay? So, like... But then they got two games where they only scored two right, digits. Which, I guess you could say, inconsistency. Um, did Simon quarterback... I'm pretty sure all four games. them all besides one. Yeah, because I remember him missing a game. 
I, I think Simon did miss a game at the quarterback position. Um, I trust him as a QB, not worried about him. Uh, I don't know if it's the play calling. I don't know if it's uh, you know not being on the same page as other guys, but I know Simon knows quite a few of these players. Who do you think right? calls the plays? Simon. But you trust him, but you don't trust the play calling? No, I trust. I guess I trust him as that's a good point. I trust him at like making the right reads, throwing the ball. Um, I guess maybe it's just the connection he has with his receivers. But I think like, look, he knows Nico, um, he knows Ben. He knows all these guys, Quentin. Right, exactly. Schlein, like he's played Roxanne, he's played with a lot of these people. Mm-hmm. Look, they're two and two. It's not not the end of the world. Um, but I'm curious to see how they'll bounce back this week. Up next. Your favorite division. Did you make it again? Damn. Yeah, run the roll. Okay. Let's try to, not to make any yeah, record. Yeah, please, please. <laughs> Pretty funny pick Mathieu put on the... <laughs> That's a good one. Uh, for the Versailles article. So, <clears throat> check it out. Funny pick. Which D1 game do you want to talk about? Talk about one D1 game, one D2 game? Uh, let's talk about Pardon My Swag. Which one? They Outlaws. Games. And Outlaws. Um... I wasn't there to see it. And that's why Outlaws lost? I didn't say that. Um, yeah, you actually did. Well, not allowed. <laughs> uh, but pardon my swag, winning this game 45-26 against the Outlaws. Brad Evans uh, balling out. When you score more touchdowns than you out. throw in completions, it's a good day. It's a really good day. Is it ever? And starting off the gate with a 45 bomb to Craig Browning. Um, Wasting no time. And for a guy that usually goes short, I don't know if it was a deep ball or not. Um, you saw no willpower in that... Uh, Backfield. <laughs> Maybe he chucked it deep, but uh, no, like Brad Evans having like literally a perfect game. Um, and we spoke to Dad after the game, and he was like, part of my swag just has too much speed. Right? They have a lot of speed. It wasn't a good matchup. No, it was not a good matchup. Um, Shout out to Justin Blackburn for getting four sacks. Yeah, in the loss, eh? Isn't that weird? Yeah. Michael Kazaka with two picks, including a pick six. Um, Craig Browning over 100 yards, two touchdowns. Alexander Lille, three TDs. Um, yeah it's part of my swag team could feel good about themselves kind of going back to back wins eh? they got some swag they are the favorites now question mark um, let me take a look at some stuff well the villains are 2-0 and haven't lost and beat part of my swag true yeah so I guess not I see with the experience I would take still part of my swag I guess but they lost to a team that's undefeated. True. And based on my rule in the power rankings, the villains are number one. It makes one. no sense. Yeah, they're number one. D2? D2. Wow, a lot of games to choose from here. Oof. Maybe we could cover two? Sure. Let's go. Yeah, let's go there first. 28-3. to three. Let's not talk too much about this. They won 44-32. <laughs> great job. All right, next. Miles played really well in this one. No interceptions. For a first-time QB, I think it's like a... Second, for, uh, second full game throwing. Looking like a big Ben out there. <laughs> 22-37, 258, four touchdowns, one interceptions. Like, that's a good game for like a, a rookie quarterback, right? It is. Obviously, you have John and his experience on the other side. Seven touchdowns, over 280 yards. Uh, good ball distribution by both quarterbacks, getting their playmakers involved. Um, I guess we don't know what the difference was in this game because we didn't really watch it. Mm-hmm. Uh, besides John throwing for more touchdowns than Miles. And more yards? <laughs> yeah, slightly more yards. Mm-hmm. A lot more touchdowns. Mm-hmm. Um, that's your recap. Twenty. <laughs> okay, uh, so we're gonna do the second one. Uh, let's go with the alternates and rusty trombones. Okay. Fairly close game compared to the other blowouts that happened in D two. 
41-24. The alternate is the free agent team quarterback by Rob White. Had a fairly decent game. 176 yards, four touchdowns, two interceptions. But Jerry had a much better game. 230 yards, six touchdowns, and one pick only. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, what do you got to say about this one? We're after about looking at this stat sheet. <laughs> there goes the mic. Um, Tudor, four TDs. When you have a receiver with four TDs, you're not going to lose that game. It happens. Uh, yeah. And it also happens that... It's happened to me personally. Where your team has lost and... I scored five touchdowns. You scored five touchdowns? No, I'm talking about as a receiver. Yeah, as a receiver. You've caught five touchdowns <laughs> in one game? And we lost. Was this in, like, real life? Or... Yeah, yeah, I'll show you after. <laughs> this is like, PBE, like, uh, you are playing <laughs> I against... I was in D2 against Arnold's. Arnold's? Yeah, before you existed in the Yeah, NFL. okay, that makes sense. I mean, Arnold's still won... It makes sense. Arnold's won the game. No, but I wouldn't let you get five TDs, trust uh, yeah, so we're like hijacking the Brizard segment right now. Yeah, yeah, seriously. Um, no, but this is good. This will be like good stuff for trombones. Um, they went 2 0, right? They played free agent 2. Yes. So now looking at this. These Not stand- so rusty after all. Looking at these stand- standings now, who would you say are the favorites? I said go KLB. And like we yeah. said this before the season started. Yeah. Well, trombones being. Close second. Maybe 23 are undefeated also, only playing two games. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We'll talk about it again next week. Yep. Hopefully for not as long as this. Uh, let's make our picks now. Okay, I was going to propose something to you. No. Kidding. You don't, want mil- you don't want a million dollars? Okay, no, you said no. Um, I forget what I was going to say. Oh, yeah, picks. Um, should we be allowed to change our picks or no? Yeah, because like right now we're, we're, we're recording this on Monday. Like a lot goes down during the week, you know? Okay, okay. Kevin always changes picks Friday night before bed. Can you convince me? I mean, we're making our picks as of the information we have now. We're still like previewing the games, but like we could change our picks till Friday night. Yeah. Or till Saturday morning if you're John right before no, after, after no, game started. No. We said Friday 11.59 and 59 seconds. Well, you know John changed them once. He didn't, hadn't, he didn't change them. He actually didn't make them. So how do we know he wasn't lying? Well, he made them like after the 9.30 games. So he After knowing who won the He didn't pick games. the 930 games. Ah. Uh, yeah. He left the blank. Yeah. Okay, fair. Yeah. That's respect. Uh Centurions Outlaws. This is picks. Yes. You cannot pick this game. Correct. Wow, this is a good one. Um I, I'm I'm gonna be watching this game. I don't have a game at nine thirty. You might be refing or scorekeeping. <laughs> at this game, you mean? Probably not. But well, give me outlaws thirty-seven, thirty-three. Really? Yeah. So since aren't number one in your power rankings, don't start there. <laughs> give me outlaws thirty-seven, thirty-three. I think outlaws will be down and they'll score in the last drive and seal it. Nicole Cook, better boys. I'm going with Nicole Cook by Same. a lot. By 12. A-Team, Holy Trollers. Last week I said I had a really hard time picking A-Team and Gold Cook, and I think you saw I was really back and forth, and it's the type of game that like showed. My closing argument was that I could not not pick A-Team since they just like pretty much beat the Outlaws. Mm-hmm. And now it's even harder, I feel, because the Trollers just put up 49 points. They're going to be hungry for that win. Not to say it's must-win for them, but it's a very, very important game for them. Um... I think I'm going to ride with eight teams as they lose. 
So I like, like it. it. Might change, but for now. I like it. In a very close game, once again. Okay. Uh, D2, Marvel's Outlaws. Oh, man. It's a big game for both teams, right? Yeah, it is. I think Steve will throw in this game. So I think we'll see a battle of two D1 quarterbacks. I think it'll be very high scoring. I could already predict myself doing a bold prediction on this game. But before we do that, I am going to pick Outlaws. I'm also going with Outlaws in this one. Unless Steve doesn't throw, then I'll go with Marvels. And I'll f- try to find that out before the weekend. Same. Uh, 10 on by 50. Over in ICDs. I'm going to say by 32. I say 32 is a nice over-under number. It's like the Alabama <laughs> playing against like Wichita State, eh? No, playing against pretty much any team that's, on the, <laughs> that's not like Georgia. Or Notre Dame. <laughs> no, probably be with... Uh, red zone Arnolds. <clears throat> I can't pick it. I'm gonna go with Arnolds because John's saving that D3 arm for D2. <laughs> hey. Um, D3, we got Jagerbomb Le Panache. We're going with Jagerbomb. Jagerbomb 32 to 20. Thunder Buddies Rossas. Uh, uh, rematch of that uh, D4 finals. Oh my gosh! I'm gonna watch that before to get me hyped up. With a different quarterback playing in this game, though. Yeah. You also want the Jagerbomb, you said, right? Yeah, Jagerbomb. Okay, so uh, we can't pick Thunder, but easy the Rossos, but I expect it to be a close game, especially if the Vigs back. Mm-hmm. Um, old school, average Joes. I'm going with the Joes. Give me the Joes in overtime. Chiefs, Idaho. Idaho bounce back. Same. Ben, Manitou boys. Two up and rising teams that you think said didn't get enough love. Wow. You gotta go Manitou boys. It's like it was done on purpose. I'm going Manitou boys as well. Leon's still waking up on Christmas Day. Yep. <laughs> Opening the presents. Super Friends Phoenix. So this is the Phoenix team that just lost. So they're probably going to win now. Super Friends. I'm going Phoenix. Okay. Goats Black Diamond. Do you mean Black Diamonds? Same. Uh, Sour Peeps Wizards. I think it's two winless teams. I believe it is. Um, when we pick a game that goes to a forfeit, we still count that? Yes. Yeah, I like think if it's you, fair. Yeah, of course. Like, like even if, What if you pick the team that forfeited? You get the L. Yeah, okay, fair. Same thing if they, broke, they got the forfeit because they broke the cap or they didn't show up or anything like that. Sure. Wizards. I agree. Wizards 13-12. Um, Airborne, the weakest link. North Airborne. Make that four in a row? Yeah. Fresh off the bye? I don't know why, but I'm going to go with the weakest link. All right. Mustard yeah. Tigers, Debussy. Or Mustard? Same. Sooners 45 for the boy and Flamingos. I think I'm going with Flamingos. I think they got their shit together. Uh, defeating Phoenix in the way they did was huge and I think Sooners 45 gotta start scoring some more points before I can pick them what's that supposed to be? Oh, you. so you're going for Sooners? yep based on what? I think their offense picks it up this game okay Uh, Kennel Club Serial Killers give me the club Kennel Club 
Same. I wouldn't be surprised if Sierra Clerks pull it off. It's going to be a very close game. Yeah, me neither. Um, Los Politos Drama Club. Ay, ay, ay. Give me Drama Club. Same, but they've been yeah. disappointing. So That's if, like, if you guys it. lose this one, and I'm not picking for you first this season, probably. Um, <laughs> Les Remplaçants Phoenix. Phoenix. I think Les Remplaçants haven't lost a game yet. Or maybe just... No, they're 3-0. Oh. Um, 3-0 against 3-1. I'm going to go with Phoenix as well. Really? For now. Okay. Improbable Night Triangles. Night Triangles who are fresh off a 55-point win. Yes. Even Triangles. I'm also going with Night Triangles in this one. Um, Cyclones Titans. Cyclones. Cyclones. Buck hard target, hard target, hard target. Mimosa crew Heisenberg's. Yeah. Sorry, Mimosa crew. I'm going Heisenberg. I'm going Mimosa crew. Yeah. How are you betting against your dolphin jerseys? Uh, you know what? I always say this answer, and I'm gonna repeat it, giving them extra motivation. Okay. All right. So that's it. I think we got. Oh no, with the bull predictions. Yeah, of course. Come on, my guy. Uh, you go first. Okay. Give me some time. Okay. Pick a division for me to go. <clears throat> Four. Pick one for me. Uh, one. Oh, I put up a five thinking you were going to say five. I did not say five. You can, actually, five is good. No, no, you said one. Can't change it. Uh, what did I say for you? Four? Yeah. Division one. Airborne continue the winning streak and continue the connection from dad Maynard to son Maynard. Say properly. It's baby Maynard. He's not baby. He's, I know, I know. he's taller than you. He is, eh? <laughs> Getting another three touchdowns. Come on. Yeah. Bro, let's go. And Airborne wins. Of course. In the Holy Trollers... A team game. There will be a receiver from each team going for 130 plus yards. Holy choice. You want to name those receivers? No. Okay. If I had to guess, I would say Phil and Andrew. Okay. That bold? Andrew barely plays offense, so I guess. Phil over 130, I feel that's over under, so it's not that bold. That's what I didn't want to say. That's what I'll say. You could say two receivers for trollers going over 130. No, no. I trust my defense more than that. And Phil had 83 in the last game. There you game. go. Okay. Yeah, 130. Let's we'll say you were soft on this one. It was a soft bold prediction. Hey, look. I got to start getting in them, right? We'll give another one for D5. D5. Okay. Can you see the matchups? Matchups on the screen. Thanks. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'll pass on. Phoenix. God, it's so hard not to do one on Kevin. Night uh, Triangles. Okay, you said Impala were undefeated. Mm-hmm. Or Rampasson were undefeated, yeah, sorry. Okay, I'm going to go Improbable Night Triangle. Um, in this game for Night Triangles, we will see them win. Okay, that's not that bold. Like I predicted. 
they will get a passing touchdown. I hope if they win the game, a rushing touchdown, touchdown, a pick six, and a pick one, and a pick two. Okay, so basically they'll get a pick one and a pick two. No, separately. That's what I'm saying, because like, they pretty much do all the rest every game. Yeah. Already. Yes. Well, pick six is not... Are you like under the weather or something? Like, your bold predictions aren't that bold this Bro, an <laughs> offensive touchdown... Well, they're obviously going to have a touchdown if they're going to win the game, so that doesn't even count. Like, they're going to a rushing touchdown. They've gotten a, a bunch already. A pick six. They've gotten a bunch of those already. A pick one. They average like two pick six a game almost. And a pick two. So that's what I'm saying. Your bold predictions basically... Mike Trout will have a pick one and a pick two. Which is pretty bold. I mean, compared to your Not bold as predictions, bold as your bold predictions are usually are. Like usually, are a lot more bold than that. Like, we can stop doing this segment if you want. No, no, fair, fair. I thought that like someone who is usually as not bold as you would consider that bold, though. Because usually you're like very not bold. No. Anyway, uh, let's go buy our Alouette tickets before we forget. Yes, I forgot. I did have a tab open. What did to buy? Smart man. So you'll be there this weekend. Yeah, I'll be at the field. I don't know which field yet because I'll be training referees, but I'll be at the field. Um, Thanks for watching. Yes. And I'll see you guys on Saturday. Yes. Terry, we'll see you guys. No, that's great. Hey, I like that. Terry, we'll see you guys Saturday. Uh, Midway through the season, right? Important games coming up. Yep. We'll see you guys Saturday.